oof. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. I'm Gare, and I am oh so infatuated with this thing we call Mezcal. It's my man, Alex. My name is Deo, and you are tuned in to Mezcal, Mezcal Talk. Talk. Oh, yeah. That's right. We got three oh-so-excellent bottles, mm-hmm. us two guys, yes, sir. and a spooky movie. Oh, yeah. Today, we are watching 13 Ghosts, a movie from 2001. Apparently, it has 16% on Rotten Tomatoes, so... uh. That's either amazing or it's probably dog shit. Yeah, I don't know about Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if I be- how much I believe in it. Yeah, it's not an indicator for me at all. I mean, I'm not really so much into fresh tomatoes. So yeah. Who knows about Rotten Tomatoes? But it's... But I'm- <laughs> <laughs> Already on it. Uh, this movie has uh, Tony Shalhoub, uh, the man from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. You know, the Jewish dude. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, um, gotcha. The pops, the dad. Yeah, yeah, the dad. Oh, dope, dope. We, dope. They, yeah, he's a funny. fan of ours. Or, sorry, we're a fan. Of, we're a fan. <laughs> I of hope sh- he's a fan of ours. You know, it, Tony he DMs <laughs> our mezcal talk Instagram all the time. When you're uh, <laughs> when you're watching this episode, just give us a shout out, man. You're the guy. Yeah, yeah. You're the man. You're the man. Tony, come drink with us. Um, I don't remember much. I just remember the cover for this movie. So uh, we shall see how good it is. Saw so it when you was a young bull. Yeah, when I was a kid, when Blockbuster and around where I was, it was oh, video yeah. update. Video update. This mm-hmm. was a, this is a rental. We brought this home mm-hmm. on, the, on the weekend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh yeah. Nice. Back in the dizzy. It's actually a horror flick I am not familiar with at all. Mm-hmm. So it'll be some eye candy for me. The, the credits were sick. It was just like going over them. I think they just moved into this house or something like that. Cool. Yeah, I like that that opening sequence had some like cool camera shots. Yeah, yeah. It's shot very well. It like looks like it's in the 90s, but you know, it's like has a modern look to it. I think it wasn't in 2001? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, by then it's still the 90s in a weird way. <laughs> I mean, it probably was shot in like 99 or something. Yeah, right. It took like a hot minute for like the turnover on films for mm-hmm. sure. Still does sometimes, of course, obviously. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Well, we have these watermelons here for the first time. Yes, yes. We're switching up the uh, palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Watermelons sprinkled with a little sal de gasano. Sal de gasano. Worm salt. <laughs> yes, yes. Fan of them worms. Today we've got a very special, special, special episode. Damn. So sulky. So special. I have to whisper. ASMR mezcal. I know how special it is and then they rob us. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the Racia edition right here. Mm-hmm. And what is Racia? So Racia would be... Let's say it's the mezcal of Jalisco, so, oh, I see. so to say. So Jalisco is, you know, known as the region predominantly where tequila comes from. Uh, tequila can come from a couple other spots, but predominantly it's coming from Jalisco, and the town of tequila is in Jalisco. Gotcha. So uh, tequila is only made from blue ever agave. So there's plenty of other agave that grows in that region all mm-hmm. those other agaves cannot be tequila yeah but then since they're in Jalisco technically speaking from a government standpoint they can't be mezcal either mm. so they are their own world they're racia so essentially it's any mezcal uh, any agave that comes from that region that's not blue weber mm-hmm. falls under the term racia oh yeah you guys heard it here uh, first yeah. <laughs> and again, you know, in 
old world terms, um, which a lot of people are trying to champion to come back again, like all of this is mezcal. Mm. All of this, you know, mezcal is an agave spirit, so any agave that makes mezcal, including tequila, is really mezcal. Yeah, so it's not mutually exclusive. So tequila is mezcal, but mezcal isn't necessarily tequila, right? Correct. Gotcha, gotcha. Cool. Cool. Yerp, yerp. We've got two of these bottles are not even um, able to be procured in America. Woo! These two bottles come from Puerto Vallarta. They're brought back directly from the lands, thanks to the benefactor of those bottles, Cassie. Oh, Appreciate shit. Appreciate the uh, stashing them away in your luggage for us to have. <laughs> Damn, dude. What a boss. Yo, she's, so. a, she's a real one for sure. Ten toes down in Mexico. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so only one is something you could actually get in America, but, um, you know, they're all under that catchphrase of Recia. Man, we are so blessed. We are truly so blessed to have the finest spirits of all of Koreatown. Guarantee <laughs> it. Guarantee it. For show. For, for, for show. Mm. <laughs> so. And with that, we shall believe. <laughs> we'll begin the selections. Selector. I think we're jumping off with this bad man right here. (laughs) This is Ar Corazon. This actually comes from La Lulu Reseria. Ar Corazon. Yes. Man. Beautiful bottle, too. Very simplistic. Yes, very simple. Doesn't, um, unlike a lot of other um, Mm -hmm. brands at the trend, they're not overdoing it with the info, which some people might be a a little little disappointed in. It doesn't even, uh, it does actually in the back here say that it's, you know, done natural fermentation. It's uh, distilled in copper. It's double distillation. It's 100% Mm -hmm. organic. Mm -hmm. And the uh, Recilero is Fernandito Castillon. Shout out to but you. it doesn't actually say what type of agave it is, so it could be good. We're not sure. You've had this before, but I haven't. Uh, you tasted it one night. You were drunk. You came oh, back. Yeah? I was rambling oh, on about something. <laughs> oh yeah, telling you what it is, and you yeah. don't remember. But damn, <laughs> this must have been a while ago, huh? I was yeah, I was here, and you came back from being out, and then. Mm-hmm. You wanted to try something, and I was like, "All right, well, then you're gonna try this." Man. <laughs> Things. Oh yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, that you was tried like, two of these those nights, and it was the first like, time you had Racia. I was like, "This is Racia. It's slightly different than Mezcal. Here's two different ones to try." Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure you tried this and that. Yeah, but I don't 100 percent remember, but I do remember that you tried two. This must have been like four or five months ago, at least. Yeah, yeah not for, terribly long ago, but not like last week by any means. Yeah, I don't know if people know this, but um, if you've been listening, like we did we've been recording these episodes you know like over a span of a long time maybe like almost a full year at this point more more than a full year yeah when we first recorded the first episode the first episode had to be in june or july so we're just over a year of recording we recorded like one episode every month or something like that and then we just like were kept on to it just to see if we were gonna still do it and then uh we ended up getting to our 10th episode so you are here with us appreciate you mm-hmm yeah appreciate you guys there'll definitely be more episodes coming up like it was a huge learning curve just for us to uh get all the tech right you know our style right but uh we're here 
I mean, we had our style, right? Yeah, style's there. <laughs> style's been there, but uh, sometimes these cameras suck, yo. So, uh, <laughs> these cameras don't have great our style. Our style had a vibe with our technical prowess and our mm-hmm. limitations of setup. Yep. But I think we're coming into a groove right to her. Real shit. If you guys think so, give us a thumbs up. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Tell a friend. If you don't think yes. so. I don't know, man. Fuck off. Yeah, give us a try next week. I don't know. <laughs> you need to drink more, and then you'll yeah. like us better. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> Join uh, us half-faded. <laughs> so this is... Uh, Our Corazon. Our Corazon. Cheers, my friend. Cheers, my brother. Oh. Okay, the Racia effect. <laughs> Whoa. I like that. The Racia effect. It's like the Mandela effect, except... Whoa, this is actually very soft. It, it has like a really um, pungent, sour taste initially. There's but a, There's a little bit of a sourness, yeah. yeah. It goes away immediately, though. It goes away after like a few seconds. Almost like maybe like a sour grape or like that bitter melon, the actual, that actual... The bitter melon. Bitter melon, yeah, you know? yeah, the, yeah. But yeah. like definitely there's agave. It's like definitely yeah, a lot yeah. of like agave juice like mm-hmm. kind of vibe there. Not very smoky to me. No, not very smoky at all. I wouldn't say any smoke really present. No, I'm no. I'm sure it's, you know, roasted, but it's not coming off. You know, mm-hmm. that's not a, a prominent flavor at all. And a lot of the mezcals that we drink that aren't smoky, they're usually a little bit more uh, herbally or more, like, vegetal. I don't taste that in this either. There's there's some, like, vegetalness to me, but it's not, like, screaming vegetal. No, no, it's you not. Know? But it's there, like it's that roasted agave flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird when you have a roasted flavor without the smokiness. Mm-hmm. So actually, this is yeah, this is definitely a good piece of collection. I like it. It's almost like, you know, like technically, since we're talking about some of these terms being old world versus uh, mm-hmm. current. They also would call these things like the, back in the day it was uh, vino de mezcal, you mm. know, like the wine of mezcal. Like oh, that's instead yeah. of them saying agave spirits, which is what today we would say what well, agave spirits or distillado de agave. Back then they didn't use like a word like distillado, like distillate or you know spirit. Mm. They would say the vino de mezcal, like the wine of mezcal. And gotcha. this actually has like. There's, with that softness that you're saying, there's almost like this soft, bitter Chardonnay. Yeah, like it Grigio feels, vibe. There's yeah. something that feels like, actually, like this is the wine yeah. of the agave. Like it kind of uh-huh. comes off like that to me. Imagine like a very, very, very potent wine. Like one that's very strong. Yeah, clearly you know? it's like, you know, more alcohol It's 40%, content. right? This is 45, yeah. so we'll get a 90 proof. Uh-huh. But it does, yeah, like you said, it does have that, like, you know, if it was served in a wine glass... It would be like, damn, this is strong as fuck, but you wouldn't guess that it was forty five percent. You no, know? No. I don't think you would. There's not there's not like a real like like heat, you know, like that mm-hmm. you're not getting like the alcohol sting. Like you know it's there's alcohol in there. Yeah. But it's not like banging you over the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of mezcal is uh strong as fuck i've heard it compared to uh jet fuel to some people <laughs> people that aren't fans of it. Right. Um I've, yeah, it, like I think my palate has just catered some, towards. I mean, it. certain ones, and I think sometimes with the 
the smoky flavor mm-hmm. some people associate like a burn kerosene Yo, or yeah. like a, an exhaust from a from car, cars mm-hmm. they're like they're, they're they're taking the combination the two senses combined for them as heat heat elect uh, alcohol mm-hmm. plus that smoky vibe and it just turns into like exhaust for them or something yeah. you know the uh, memory or taste association in their brain you know like the when they taste it, you know, all the memories of any type of alcohol, liquor being burned, you know, it, it, it triggers that stuff sometimes. Sure. If I shall. That's pretty interesting, whatever's going on here. Yeah, yeah. This movie was more of a, this is a lot more sci-fi than I sure, thought. For sure, know? yeah. Like, the vibe looks more mm. sci-fi or just even more regular movie yeah like with a kid on a a scooter and this older like character actor kind of dude like it's yeah it's a little bit more modern culture than like genre piece you know Mm -hmm. at least from what we're seeing at the moment yeah it's like there's they're in like this museum looking thing slash like science lab um this guy's actually hilarious matt lillard he's in uh slc punk He's in, uh, he plays Shaggy from the Scooby-Doo movies and shit. Okay. I mean, I really like that, like, clocky looking thing. Yeah, this is actually pretty sick. Yeah. Reminds me of, like, something, like, I don't know, MC Escher meets Salvador Dali. Whoa, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it reminds me of, like, fucking somewhere in Asian vibes, too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's different. But I can't help but keep thinking of this dude from Mrs. Maisel. Like, thinking of him, like, busting out some, like, weird snarky line from, like, that (laughs) show. He was so, like, he was so stressed out and, like, neurotic in that show a little bit. I like that show a lot. Neurotic a little bit? Like, he was hella motherfucking neurotic. (laughs) Mariel! (laughs) No, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. That's, like, one of my favorite actors after that. What a G. Yeah, the way he's in that show is like the same way that like um, Cranston is in Breaking Bad. Not like the characters, but like what they did to their career, you know. Because this guy went from Monk, too. He was in that show, Monk. That's right, Monk, Monk, Monk. Where he was just like OCD, I'm pretty sure. For sure, And it was like sort of like a comedy uh, mystery show, but uh, Maisel, it's it's still a comedy, but like, you know, it has more of like an art pop house to it. I mean, Maisel's definitely better than Monk. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that Monk was before uh, streaming and shit, too. So, man. The, yeah, 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 yeah. The money can, they put you, behind you can, the shit you nowadays. You have an edgier show, too. Yeah, It's yeah. kind of, in some ways, unfair to judge a, a traditional TV show from ABC, NBC, CBS, or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. versus streaming because uh, streaming has less limitations. You know, they mm-hmm. can curse. They can be edgier. They, can, they could do episodes. an R-rated TV show, yeah. or they could do a PG TV show. Back in the day, it was you're a PG TV show. You could be an edgier one than another one, but it's still a PG. Everything's PG. It's mm-hmm. just, or yeah. G, you know. It goes, oh, you know yeah, yeah. Whereas now, like, there's you know from netflix and amazon and whatever there's r-rated mm-hmm. tv shows you know essentially mm-hmm. they're not saying that but and for all intents and purposes yeah and they don't have like the fade outs for commercial and shit like that that break it up and i sort of like that but like a lot of it's still i feel like a lot of it's still formatted that way you'll definitely notice yeah, it. Yeah, they don't yeah. fade out per se no, but no, like no, their no, cuts no. are on like dramatic points where they'll leave you hanging so that you come they, if if there was a commercial, they tend to do it at a dramatic point. You're like, oh! yeah, and yeah. then so they could go away. They might they hold come back. Yeah. you know, <laughs> they might hold the next shot longer. You know, just to like you know let you breathe for a second while that happened. It's it is intuitive in that way. Mm. I like the watermelon too with the salad gusano. 
I'm about it. Mm. What have we had before? <coughs> we did mango recently. Mango was good. Orange. Orange is The traditional classic. way we've done primarily. Uh, grapefruit as well. Oh, yeah. That might be it. Yeah, those are... I think the mango is probably the best. Just because it's like sweeter a lot of times. Um, this is surprisingly good. I mean, I love grapefruit. So. Grapefruit was great. Grapefruit was really good. It is a little strong sometimes, though. I mean, the watermelon's great, too, though, because uh, it doesn't have a ton of flavor. So it's a good palate cleanser in that mm-hmm. it's, like, a little bit muted. You know, like, watermelon's good, but it's it's water content with a light watermelon flavor. It doesn't affect, like, the next taste of anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I grilled some watermelon, like, last weekend. So good. Grilled watermelon. It's my jam. All that sugars get caramelized on the outside. Mm-hmm. Tastes so good. Ooh, that's delicious, man. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, here we go. I think this is the first uh, ghost spotting of the movie. Ooh. Now, wait, what's it called again? Thirteen, 13 ghosts. Yeah. So is it that a thing where there's like going to be thirteen specific ghosts that happen in this flick? I guess so. Yeah. Are they going to really characterize these ghosts though like that? Ghosts Especially are people too. Yeah, they, they were once people, you know. <laughs> But man, they have character development just like any other. They better start paying rent if they're gonna, make, you know, if they're gonna be people. Yeah. The the makeup effects on this is a little whack. I saw like some of those ghosts that look like horror nights a little bit. You know, it looked like, you know, like those actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. Is this R rated? I actually don't know. That's a good if, question. If it is R-rated, it seems like it's probably going to be on a tamer side of R. Yeah, it's a light R. But let me see. Give me a one Just second. from, like, kind of, like, the tone of, like, the characters and that, that kid on the scooter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, doesn't say. That's strange. You would think that they would have that on the wiki, but I guess not. Motherfuckers. Who gives a fuck, I guess? You'd be giving us all the info. We need mo. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was pretty good, though. I, w- I would say that uh, I liked that. Yeah, I liked it. I, d- I did research to get that bottle. I looked, oh, yeah. <laughs> I looked up shit that was imported by Arda so I could give direction on where to go mm. to get something. And there's this uh, Reciera place, like, mm-hmm. you know, like a Mescalera, like a place that's specifically a cafe that's specifically to drink, like, Recia mm-hmm. and... Racia cocktails, and they had their own house brand that the owner co-owns or whatever. Mm. So uh, that's bomb. Let's go. Let's go. That's the money shot. This is the next bottle. <laughs> uh, the money shot's great. That, that was it's very money. You're so money, you didn't even know it. So money. Oh. All right. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. We can jump into. The Porta Varta bottle. My eye is so freaking itchy. I don't know what's up. Yeah. Anyway. You're um, allergic to the haters, man. I am. I am. <laughs> Fuck them. Three times. Just like OG Mako says. Jesus Christ. <laughs> OG Mako. Yo, I love OG Mako. Yeah? Yeah, he's dope. She. I saw him at South by Southwest a few years ago. Really? Fucking killed it. Damn. Him and the whole OGG crew. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, they killed it. Up. But, uh, so yeah, we got the Don Esteban. Esteban. Yes, yes. Don like I himself. said, this is another one that came from Puerto Vallarta from some kind of distillery tour. I don't know much about it other than it was given to me. 
Yeah, all these are, uh, I mean, most mezcal is clear. But uh, yeah, it makes me think, man, we should bring back the, uh, what do you call it? The cork in the bottle thing. Not the cork in the bottle, I'm sorry, the barrel in the bottle. Yeah. The barrel you know interesting? We should get a, or did we do this? I can't remember if we did it because we're drinking all the time and <laughs> I can't remember. But did we, did we do the, did we compare that against uh, an actual aged mezcal that are branded or did we only compare it against blancos uh we compared it against its own verde for sure right so and another we, blanco yeah so we, we should do a, we should do another one where we throw the the stick in a bottle mm-hmm. and compare that with a, a traditional like uh, aged mezcal that was in a barrel for real yeah that's a good idea i'm, I'm sure i'm sure the uh, barrel would have a cleaner taste probably a little bit to it Certainly different. I mean, they're going to be different mm-hmm. uh, mezcals as well. Mm-hmm. So in this, we're looking at 40% alcohol, 80 proof, Don Esteban. In the back, it says a bunch of stuff in Spanish that I don't know what it means other than the word Maximiliana jumps out to me. So I'm going to make a wild guess at the agave in this is the Maximiliana. So that's what it is either that or that's the mascalero so it's a maximilian <laughs> either the agave or the man who made it well the maximiliana is the name of an agave oh, okay. so yeah, I, yeah. I know that so that word popped out is so i'm like gonna make you know mm, make an assumption yeah cheers why else would they be talking about it whoa i've never tasted a mezcal like this ever wow what the hell is that <laughs> it 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 kind of burns a little bit not like i wouldn't say it like it like the other one had scorching it's not like hot as fuck but it's got some 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 it's a little got a bite like a bitey burn like to me it's like a peppermint you know burn to it and almost like christmas time you get those um red uh wheel like candies you know what i'm saying Spy, uh, like spin wheel candies. I never told you. I told you. Yeah, the peppermint, little yeah. stupid peppermint, old school candies. <laughs> stupid fucking peppermint. <laughs> I hate them things. God damn. Peppermint's so whack. Really? Yeah, a, I like spearmint, but fuck peppermint. Yeah. I mean, yeah, spearmint's way better than peppermint. I like the, um, what do you call it? Uh, mint chocolate chips, too. Not chocolate chips, sorry. The mint chocolate Andes. You know? Yeah, they're pretty good, yeah. Those are bomb. Andes are old school classics. I used to eat them oh. with my mom's back in the day. This is a strange one. I'm not going to say I like it. Not yet. Let me think about this for a second. Because it has... It almost has like a peppermint schnapps-like vibe to it a little bit. There is some like in the the second flavor that kind of hits me after the bite. There is some kind of minty eucalyptus-y thing in there. It has like a medicinal twist to it. Like almost like a... To me, like, no, this isn't a bad thing, but it does taste like Robitussin a tiny bit. Hmm. Try it again. Try it again. Like, get that little, like, flavor on the tongue. Like, it tastes, it has that extremely dark cherry Robitussin vibe for me. I don't know. It's it, it's all right. It's, it's, it's got two parts to the flavor for me. It's got, like, this minty aspect to it in the beginning, and then it has this, like... Um, not medicinal in like a Eastern way, but like a medicinal in like, yeah, like Robitussin, like Western, like dark cherry, like way. I feel you. Strange. It tastes, it reminds me of tequila. Oh yeah? A little more than, 
mezcal or some of the other things maybe tequila or even bacanora mm-hmm. it has uh, th- so some flavors in there that remind me more of that world mm-hmm. it's interesting yeah not, it's not, i'm not gonna say i like it just it's yet, not though. bad it's just not like exciting you know it's not like someone i eat them mm, i like this i mean you know, like some you know some of them you know immediately that you like it or you know immediately that you're at least intrigued by it another one's you're like eh, this is interesting but <laughs> i mean i it's 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 it, yeah the medicinal aftertaste like really fucks it for me you know it makes it ruins it for me sorry yeah it's a little heavy on that like maybe maybe it's eucalyptus vibe yeah. whatever it is it's a little it's a little stingy in the in the palate Mm-hmm. It stains like my tongue. It's it's sort of gross, you know. I mean, what's interesting to me and like you know the oh. the parallelism, uh, like sick, you just like slice the motherfucker in half. Yeah, there's what just happened. in The movie is this ghost just uh, sliced a man vertically. <laughs> sliced a man in half vertically. Yeah, the, the naked chick ghost. Yeah, it does <laughs> this movie's sort of stupid? <laughs> I could already tell. <laughs> Um, we vouch for some of the movies more than others. Yeah, yeah. This is like sort of like a, you know, random let's pick. It. Let's just go for it. Sometimes, you know, not everyone is like the deepest meaning to our lives. Yeah, yeah. They're not the most profound movies, but we do usually have very good taste in horror movies for show. So this might be like the. Doesn't mean this episode's going to be terrible. This episode's great. But, uh, <laughs> fuck, great. man. But Plus, it might, be one, it might be one of the weaker movies, but yeah, yeah, that dude's still a dope actor. Actors are great. It's just, you know, like, it's a little, like, the the makeup artist and, like, all this shit, like, the tone of it, it's, it's, uh, I don't know, man. I could just tell it's not it's, very... It's a little more mainstream. Yeah. You know, it's a little more teenager, maybe. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, Audience-wise, they're trying to hit a teenage audience, I think. I guess so, yeah. You know, a lot of movies, of not, I mean, horror movies go for like that kind of like, you know, think back from Ooh. Friday the 13th onward, yeah. whereas like Ooh, they sort of target... Good certain horror movies target like a this teenage high school kind of demographic yeah and i feel like this is certainly in that like wheelhouse this feels like scary movie without the jokes that that scene just now was pretty fucking creepy that though. was cool i that liked was fucking it terrifying like, she just rolled up on her like that mm-hmm. and i like this type of shit like but you it's know pretty it's pretty cool i mean this is the era where they didn't get cgi right I think the last movie we were talking about, we were talking about how, like, they finally got CGI right at oh, that Oh, Underworld, point. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, this is where, like, it was a little bit too computer-generated um, in a lot of ways. They were, like, like, w- like it's either super practical or it's super computer-generated. Like, it, it doesn't blend in with each other, so. Right. Ooh. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible for the audio, but it's pretty scary, actually. At this point, I think this is a shining reference, probably a little bit. Oh, all right, man. I'm a let's 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 talk about something else. <laughs> this is creepy as fuck. Pulls now. Some blood in your cup. You want to drink some blood? Yeah. Uh, this is a very unique way to watch a horror movie. Yeah. You know, like we've definitely created some of the most <laughs> different movie viewing experience for sure. <laughs> Whenever I explain our podcast to people, people are like. That sounds crazy. That sounds dope as fuck. <laughs> like, what? Like, it sounds awesome. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it just, this is what we do. It's what we do. It's like, people the like The premise is our life. 
<laughs> True that. <laughs> I so, feel like the flavors from one to two, and um, even uh, probably you know, are pretty distinctly different. You know, oh, very for different. Sure. Well, that so, middle yeah. one, the Don Esteban, mm-hmm. that one is fucking. It's different. It's it's. How can something be so minty but yet so medicinally at the same time? Like that's what blows my well, mind. Well, mint. I mean, people do associate mint with medicine. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, well, mouthwash is like medicinal in yeah. a way. You know, like well, but like the other when so far on all nine episodes before this, when when I say medicinal, it's always like more of like a ginseng Eastern medicine. Right. Thing. Okay. This, yeah. This yeah, gives yeah. me like a weird like cheap like medicinal uh, what do you call it flavoring like the cherry flavoring and stuff. And you know what? If we're 10 episodes in and this is the one that we're not fucking with, that's pretty goddamn good after 30 bottles and shit. It's pretty crazy. Well, plus, it's like just similar, you know, in the parallelism with Mezcal in that we can have Racia and we're going to taste three and they're probably going to all three taste pretty different. Just like yeah. a ton of the Mezcals we taste are all pretty different. Yeah. We keep you know, just emphasizing the truth that there's all these plants and all these you know distillers and making all these Mm -hmm. choices that result in pretty damn unique products you know across the board yeah it really makes you appreciate the mescaleros that like stay true to the palate of like a standard mezcal it's like oh they do it on purpose you know and they like it's such a balancing act to bring introduce a new element to it while trying to maintain like um how like like to me like a lot of cheap mezcal are fire, thirty five dollar mezcal, very tame, very good, smoky. Like I love that flavor. Yeah. So when you venture off, it's like a artistic choice. Yeah, for sure. And also, well, some of it is an artistic choice mixed with uh, the just the proximity. Like there's a oh, plant. Yeah. This is the plant that grows close to where my house is. This or this is the plant that I can get to with my mule, mm-hmm. you, you mm-hmm. know, versus the guy that lives a thousand miles away in uh, two other states. That that's the plant that grows close to him. So the you know, process that they would. So it's not like some of the choices are certainly artistic. You know, they're mm-hmm. probably not thinking of it as artistic, but it's still creative choices. Mm-hmm. You know, in the the distilling and in the the types of pots that are used, and the type of like other you know how much water they're using to balance out the the uh, alcohol rate. All these things are choices, but outside of that, there is a lot of things that are just natural occurring based on you know their proximity their land if they're in a more arid area if they're in a more mm-hmm. you know dry or wet area all these things affect the plants and mm-hmm. so affect the flavor yeah it's like once you know what you're working with like the agave that you're working with you sort of got to figure out a way to make it as palatable as possible same way that like, know what you're working with well you got to put ginger on a white fish you know, take the stink away from a fish. You just cook some ginger. You know, it's like the same way. It really is like that. Man, these motherfuckers are architects of flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And on that note. Woo! Oh, yeah. All right. We jump into this one right here. The venenosa. Venenosa. Mm. This is the Tabernas in its edition two. 
Edition 1 was real popular. Edition 2 you could probably find still floating around, but they did just drop Edition 3 not that long ago. Damn. So Edition 2 is not readily attainable necessarily unless your stores just have some sitting around. Damn, man, this shit's like an NFT or a Pokemon card. And, yeah, third uh, edition. And Venenosa is the most readily available Racia in America. Mm-hmm. They have, I don't know, at least eight different types of mm-hmm. Racia from different tabernos and uh, different plants and different areas around Alisco. Um, this is one of the more inexpensive ones. I don't know, maybe it was $55. Oh, yeah. I mean, that... It has the best cover art of all these, the bottle art. That's their traditional, like most of their labels are this label in a different color. They have a couple that are different art, but pretty much that's their logo for the brand. And they do different uh, colors like red, blue, blah, blah, blah for the different varieties. Spiral snake. It's a dope. It's a dope look. Yeah, I like it. Oh, man. And they really championed Racia for the American market and still continue to do such there is a handful of other domestically available racias but not a ton I, I, there might be 10 total available in america there's not a ton of brands available in america by far mm-hmm. and large this is the most prominent brand and the tabernas um are the again the more inexpensive ones so they're going to be total wine and they're going to be um in in bars and stuff this is people can find this what is it called? Venenosa? Let up, yes, La Venenosa. Venenosa. And this agave is Chico Aguilar. It's from Alisco, the region mm. of Costa Norte, the village of El Tuito. It's, the oven was made of rocks and wood. The God fuel damn. was black oak. The fermentation was oak vats. The yeast is wild. The still was Filipino. God damn. Two distillations. This <laughs> is... Uh, there's only 2,900 bottles, and this is uh, 1814. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that shit sounds crazy. They, they have a lot of facts, and they have um, they have the process down yes, right. and so. unlike the, the bottles, it's all handwritten stuff on, on there as far as, like, the lot and the bottles. I got a so. feeling this is going to be a good one. I do have a feeling. All right. Cheers, my friends. Cheers. Cheers, my boy. Cheers to the people. Oh, wow. I know why they call it Levin and Osa now. Wow. You know what this tastes like? What you think? This tastes like you just got bit by a motherfucking snake. Really? And that you sucked out the fucking poison out of your fucking leg. Wow. That's what wow. it tastes like. This that's, is what I, some, that's a serious <laughs> statement. <laughs> this, this tastes like what I thought as, absinthe tasted like. Oh. Huh. Hmm. I mean, it's it doesn't taste like absinthe, no. but I wouldn't say it's like an about face from absinthe. It's like roughly, loosely mm. in a similar world, you know. But it's definitely different. This is a strange one. Actually, I like this one a lot. It's I just, like it. It's good. It's just like I don't know. It has like a. Oh man, I hate to say medicinal because the last one was a different type of medicinal, but this has like a more um This has a more herbal vibe. Yeah, an actual herbal vibe, like ginseng vibe to it. It's interesting, very interesting. Hmm. You know, after a few tastes, it's pretty tame. 
Well, when you first taste it, in comparison to everything, especially if you ever had a palate cleanser like the watermelon or something, it tasted very different. But like after the second or third, I think in some ways it's it's more comparable to the first one. Yeah. The first. Yeah, yeah, the first one. First yeah, yeah. and third, I the you know these two here, I think are more comparable to each other. They're certainly different. Mm-hmm. Um, probably different plants and certainly different flavors. Again, we don't know what plant this is. Um. But there's some things comparable about them. This like raw agave flavors that are in there, and mm. just it does still it still kind of speaks that that vino. Mm. Yeah, it does. It to me, it does still speak that vino vibe. Like that, it's like it really does come off to me as like the wine of agave. Mm. Man, you guys got to try these though. Yeah, and I've I've had. I mean, I'm by no means, uh, I know much more about mezcal, and I've had way more mezcal than Racy is, but I've been, you know, in my journey. I try to learn about all these things, and I, I've i had a, a, a good handful of Racy's um, besides these. Whenever I see it at a bar menu, and they have some brand that's pretty much not, any brand that's not La Venenosa, because that's the most prevalent one, Oh yeah. then I'm probably going to try it, because I'm like, oh, this is, in, in law, unless it's like $40 for one glass. <laughs> um, but any that's reasonably so priced racia that I see out, um, I'm typically trying it, because they're not everywhere. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, I, I like them. I, I definitely like them. I, I, it's, I like mezcal better for sure. There's some prominent flavors that kind of happen in mezcal more regularly that appeal to me. But I, I, I like the, the herbaliness and the different type of agave flavors that punch through. I think if you guys want to get into racia, like, you got to understand that you are the type of person that is an adventurer of flavor. You know, like, you've got to, like, know that, okay, like, I, even if I don't love it, it informs me more about the other things. Sure, sure, sure. You know, and some people don't eat that way. Some people don't drink that way. Or some people, you know. Totally, yeah. Some people aren't, you know, they find something they like and they just want to stick with it. They don't want to adventure too much. I'm that type of guy, too, sometimes, you know. Like, yo, if you like something. I do think that. You know, if we want to talk about gateway drugs, I do think that there's <laughs> something closer to tequila about these. You know, whether mm. it be in my head, because I know that regionally they're closer, or oh. there's something about the earth, that the soil that they're growing in in that region that does make it taste. They taste a little bit closer to uh, a tequila flavor to me than a, a, the average of, of a mezcal flavor. I think um, since we're into tasting, I'm like very like, I'm very I'm taking smi- sips, yeah. taking small sips, and the reason why I like, or the reason why I think this is more like tequila is because I probably rather just knock that shit back, man, because that <laughs> shit is a funny flavor. It's a funny flavor to sip on. Well, but, some of them, some racias are, are known for even stronger flavors than these. Really, all of these I think are on the mild side in their own way. Mm. Even though that Don Esteban like has a bite, um, yeah, because a lot of racias are associated with funky cheeses, like a funky cheese flavor, and and pairing uh, racia with cheese plates and stuff has I see people doing for sure. It's very common. Um, I mean that's mm. a thing with mezcal. We talked about that before. I mean so that's becoming a thing in general. But I think even more so with racia, you'll see in tastings and reviews and stuff people associating. 
a lot of them with a like a funkier cheese flavor and it's um, it's got something to do with the fermentation process and however they're doing it it comes mm. off with a little bit more like funk you know to the it does yeah. flavor pungent all these are very pungent uh, maybe not the first one but the second and third pungent in completely different ways in my opinion it, and i think if you guys are listening like and i'm sure if you're listening this far in because this is a heavy mezcal episode this is a heavy <laughs> heavy heavy spirit agave based spirit episode you know not much of uh so far you know this is a very deep dive on the flavor exploration of different agave based spirits deep dive into the flavor canals of your mouth shout out to <laughs> jolly skull <laughs> but uh no no i mean i think it's amazing that uh we even had these options i appreciate like cassie even dropping these off like that's fucking amazing though she yeah yeah flipping the script and you know it gives us some different things to try and also yeah. to keep the to talk about the greater picture of you know that these are mezcals you know I in, the, tell the, in the big picture they really are mezcals but they are racia too like it's mm-hmm. so it, it is both these things and we can you know talk about oh, these impressions and these words and what they mean and what they used to mean and what they mean now and what they can mean to you and what all that good stuff well this last one tastes um there was this thing that I have to ask my mom of what uh, the name was. Uh, in Chinese, it's bo chai-yin. It's like this, this capsule. Or I'm sorry, not a capsule. It's like a vial that you would get full of um, very tiny brown uh, circles. Or what do you call it? Balls. Like it'd be like, it's like compressed balls of like medicine. Hmm. And uh, bo chai-yin, yeah, it tastes very like similar. Herbally. Yeah. It's oh, herb. and you, you, you sucked on it? Or, no, no, or you, you so swallowed you, it? So it was a vial, right? So it must have had maybe like 40 tiny little balls in it. Oh, okay. And then um, if you had a stomach ache, and yo, my Chinese viewers or anybody that was into that shit, they would know it was like a guy with a round face with a mustache. Chinese guy <laughs> with a round face with a mustache. Red uh, rectangle prism thing with the vial in it. It tastes like that, and I haven't tasted anything like that since just now. Man. It's 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 different. It's definitely different, and I think uh, I'm glad I tasted it. It's fucking delicious. I mean, if you Word. wanted, if, if you're about that shit, you know, it's like it it tastes like it would cure something. <laughs> no, right? Cures my depression. Shit, man. For the time being. Oh man, that's amazing though, man. I mean. You would think that'd be hard to find 30 amazing bottles to try out on our uh, 10th episode, but no, nah, I mean, Gare's been about it. Like, you know, he, he already has the next season lined up. <laughs> we don't even think about this shit as seasons, but, you know, like, Gare's never been. Bottle curator, motherfuckers. <laughs> Mescal sommelier or sommelier. What do you call it? Sommelier? Something like Mescalier. that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, the wine version of that. Yeah, mescalier. Sommelier. Some yay would Sommelier. be a, some mescalier would some, be a um yeah. the the mescalau mm. version of it. Excuse me. Oh man. You want another one? Yeah, um do I my choosing? Yeah, you are. I'm gonna go with the first one, I think. First one is uh which one is this called again? Our Corazon. Our Corazon. That's that's my pick of the day, I would From say. From La Lulu Recia. Pick of the day, I would say. Pick of the night, I might. So, uh, by the time you guys hear this, we might even have 
the first draft of the uh, No Bad Bottles t-shirt out. Ooh. <laughs> no Bad Bottles. No it, motherfucking bad bottles. If you were to listen to the last episode. Hashtag No Bad Bottles. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag um, No Bad Bottles. We, uh, we came up with this idea, Mezcal Talk, first merch ideas. Um, I hope you guys like it. Drunken ideas are always the best ideas. I mean, drunken ideas, high ideas. High ideas, ideas are good. You know, high <laughs> ideas are amazing. Hi. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just dope that we're at 10, you know, and I know we're going to have many more to come. And this is, you know, like if you what guys. What are we going to do for the 100th episode? 100th episode, we better be on fucking vice. We better I, be on. I want to like, do a backflip. You're going to learn, how to, learn how to do a backflip? <laughs> you're going to have to start now, man. Oh, my God. You're going to be like, yo, bro. Towards the end. Who the after fuck? I already you know how drinking. hard it is to learn how to have a backflip after the age of 12? Like, you got to learn that shit early, bro. I don't, yeah. I don't even know why I just said it. It just came out of my mouth. <laughs> like, it's probably... This is what happens when you got three cameras on you. I can't. I probably can't commit to a backflip. It's probably a bad move. Well, I mean, you can do what you got to do, bro. Too old Sometimes. for backflips. I can't hey. be busting myself up. You know, I like nah, barely you can't, got you insurance. Can't, no, you can't come back now, yo. He's going to do a backflip, yo. How about a head spin? How about a head spin? If you could do a head spin, that's even funnier. That's hilarious. I might be more into a head spin. You just land like, land like, the, you know, like, land like the Yo, thing. dog. <laughs> my mom put me in breakdance lessons. Oh, my God. I was like eight years old and I had breakdance She went to, she went to Michael's Arts and Crafts for fucking cardboard boxes and Yo, shit. Yo, I literally had cardboard boxes all over my living room oh floor with hand me and my boy from down the street would do graffiti i'm gonna show you all i'm gonna show shit. you no no i got like i yo i was on youtube before there were ads and we were breakdancing on that shit too Woo. back in the day before there were ads when you know it was so funny so the last episode my hair was long as fuck and that's what i looked like when i was fucking 16 you know like what was it swept to the side uh no it was like more bangs i had bangs and i looked like ash ketchum from pokemon and shit Shit. I don't know what that is, but I'm picturing emo bangs. Um, almost, but uh, a little bit. You know, I so you know, I look like a emo guy who was actually a girl. But yeah, hmm. you know. Okay. Okay. Hey, man, I was a, I was a person back in the day, and that's all I could say. <laughs> well, I I still think you're a person. Shout out to currently uh, hot topic. <laughs> Shout out to Paxson. No. No, no, no. Shout out to uh, Lids. Oh, God. Yeah, man. He's like mall metal. Oh, yeah. Mall core. Mall core. I was, you know, hardcore mall core for sure. Yeah. Picking up change, literally and figuratively. Hey, man. I was picking up, I was picking up fellow mall rat girls because me and my crew were mall rat guys. I mean, I definitely had my, my mall rat days fresh out. Yeah. What, did that, what, what were you wearing during those times? Uh, it's 90s. I, mean, I had long hair. Damn, how long? Uh, you pointing at from your nipples right now. Here, it went down <laughs> to here. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah. Um, different points. I had uh, electric tape dreads in my hair. What does that mean? So I was electric tape. So I have girls like braid chunks, like different yeah, random yeah, yeah. chunks like of braids. your straight hair. Ra- yeah, yeah. Of your straight random hair, like yeah, yeah. pieces would be braided throughout, and then those braids would get wrapped in electric tape oh. to be dreads. Oh, that's that sounds so uncomfortable. Yeah, I had a goatee. 
that was uh, uh, Why stri- the striped cake, in different colors. And then I dreaded my goatee with uh, super glue. I had a two, like... Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. Holy and shit. And literally, literally, when I decided that I didn't want the, the, the super glued dreaded goatee anymore, decided not to cut it off. Wait. I burned it off. I set him on fire. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> See, I had I thought I was a 90s kid. This is no, no, no. I grew up in the 90s. I was 92. If you were like, no, no, dude, no. You're like the fucking you're like the backup. You're the backup guitarist for Anthrax. <laughs> you're like, you're like somewhere between anthrax and corn maybe oh my god yeah poisonous corn. what is it caught in a mush what is it caught in a mush that's funny. anthrax fans you know what i'm talking about and if not dude you could just, I'm, the um, I'm the man i'm the man you could have just imagined what this man looked like the holy <laughs> fuck that's hilarious i mean i, I can't out say there shit. i look pretty out there Especially compared to what I look like now. I mean, it explains why you're not very judgmental of anyone nowadays. You know, I'm judgmental as fuck. You know, I mean, yeah, you, but you way, also, you're like, judgmental. Every, you're judgmental. If you're judgmental, everyone, then you're not really judgmental. You know, if you're, you're just, just talking shit about everybody, <laughs> you ain't. You know, you ain't that judgmental. If you're like only I, I like you know equally. specifically, you just hate equal and equal rights to you know my what your your <laughs> hatred i don't know what to say my man something like that my man i just disdain for society i learned something today what the fuck is fucking electrical dreads electrical tape dreads yimming man man when my hair was too straight and i was too young to convince my parents to let i mean I, my parents took a lot you know, but there was like lines, you know, like they weren't real hype on me having dreads and my hair was too straight and white to really have dreads anyway. Yeah, yeah. It would just be like it'd just be I mean, elect- I loved, elect- like I loved I loved I, lo- I, sw- I sweated Jane's Addiction and oh, Ministry yeah. and a lot of bands were like the lead singers. What's, what's had- Jane's Addiction? Is it uh I mean I know this is a different song, but is it Jane says Yeah, yeah. She's done with Sergio Sergio. Sergio he treats me like a rag dog. All right, enough. No, you're like, enough. enough. Not, not the best Jane's Addiction song, but maybe the best known Jane's Addiction song. I mean, I grew there up. Was Three mm-hmm. Days by Jane's Addiction is an amazing song. How's that I one actually um, wanted that played at my funeral. How's it going? Let me know. Old school, old school heads, if you remember Tower Records, mm-hmm. and if you remember Tower Records had their own music magazine, it was a free music magazine they gave away at the store to mm-hmm. just promote records and buy and shit. It's called Pulse Magazine. Oh, shit. I actually... Did you write for them? Uh, no, no, but I wrote into them when I was young, <laughs> when I was like 18 or 17, I wrote in, they had some kind of like, write in and like, say what songs you want played at your funeral. And like I uh, wrote in that I wanted three days by Jane's Addiction played at my funeral, and they uh, put up a little somehow they they picked me and put a picture of me and uh, my pick for my funeral song. Mm. I don't think they asked for a funeral song. They asked for a song that you wanted to happen in like what some significant way. And I said I wanted the song to happen. Funeral song is the best, man. Funeral song idea is the best because it really makes you like. 
You and I currently were- it's not a, currently. I mean, it would have to be "Kill a Cam" by Cameron. That's <laughs> I mean, my that's current funeral song. It just feels like a, a funeral song. But like, I love asking that question to people, or just like even thinking about that because like most motherfuckers never thought about their death, you know. And like, I feel like you and I, we thought about our death like. I mean, think about it. I'm, yeah, like, I'm just living looking through it. For it. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Someone get this man a Zach. I'm picking out songs. I'm picking God, out like where it's gonna yeah, happen. Spread my be... ashes in the ocean. Like I gotta get that shit ready. I'm not gonna have to record any more of these podcasts. I'm gonna just. I'm not gonna have to answer none of these dumbass phone calls. I'm gonna no just more have to... emails. No God, me sounds shit. nice. I mean, low key, like you ever have like a few hours to sleep in? I feel like that's what like that's what death is. <laughs> you're just like you know, I'm gonna just chill, and then uh, you're gonna see me when I when you see me. I'm gonna haunt you in your motherfucking dreams when I feel like it. Hey, I guarantee you, we are happy people. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm morbid as fuck. I like making like death jokes all the time. I actually was making a lot of like really off color jokes <laughs> in gen- this past weekend. I was I was going in on the off color jokes, <laughs> including <laughs> m- multiple jokes about my own death. And the people that's the best way to do it because the they don't know how to react. The people that I was around like. I think in the beginning it was like amusing and then like as I got drunker and I got more <laughs> off color and they and it just didn't end. Wait, so wait, where is this? Uh, when I went to uh, Oxnard the other day. Oh, I see. Gotcha. So uh, I think that some people didn't know how to take me and I probably should have held back a little bit. I mean, but, bro, you know, fuck all that shit. <laughs> like, you know what was the funniest? I, was, I just, I think I'm funny and like if other people don't think I'm funny, I think my own death is funny. So like I'll make jokes about it all day long if I feel like it. wait didn't uh what was like you had a fucking hilarious story about how you walked into this kitchen one time and all these motherfuckers like like fish was oh it god, fish oh god. is it fish is it a different band it was either the fish or grateful dead it was grateful <laughs> dead it was grateful fucking dead so this man you tell the story you tell the story tell us to the people man well, this- see that i was at this I should have known better. But, uh, <laughs> I was hilarious. at a, a, let's say, a mixed dwelling, and there was people that liked things that I liked, and people that liked things that I don't like. AKA fish, <laughs> or no, I'm sorry, Grateful Dead fans. So there was a roommate there that was clearly a hippie. Mm-hmm. Any type, right? Yeah, and was like all excited for whatever reason, you know. And, and left and okay. went out to go they went out to go to this concert and yeah. left and after the person left I thought everybody else was more or less on my page oh no no <laughs> they were they were listening to the new Grateful Dead album while you were so I'm like the only thing I, I hate worse than you know, either Fish or the Grateful Dead whatever it was I don't even remember it was, but, it was probably the, the only Dead. thing I hate worse than Fish is Fish fans you know? oh man <laughs> and then all of them and, and my one friend who's like a good friend of mine and and like she's looking at me like no 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 because no, no, like and her boyfriend right is right next to her like oh girl i didn't know that's how you felt about me and like i like super <laughs> offended and i was like oh uh you like fish? Like, I was like... Uh, you doubled down on that shit. You're this like, dude had, like, an industrial noise band. Like, no beats. Just, like, pure... Oh, my God. Like, straight fucking noise oh band. Oh, my God. And I'm like, this dude is, like... Like, I'm like... I, I didn't... It didn't fathom me. That he that, was... You know, like... 
it may be someone else in the room it would have made more sense but of all the people to be the most offended like the noise dude well first of all like grateful dead <laughs> slash fish fans because i know they're not the same band and they're not even the same time period but um they're same they got, people yes yeah, same <laughs> people you know same you know same last names same uh haircut same stench. I mean, if your dad same. liked Grateful Dead, you like the fish. Like, it's. Cool. I mean, yo, shout yeah. out to John Mayer. You know, he's a guitarist for the Grateful Dead nowadays. I think. I, yeah. Sure. I mean. Yeah, I, mean, I guess I so, don't really man. know a lot about John Mayer. <laughs> like, I I know what I know about John Mayer means I don't like well, him. Well, Gary's been I, hating on shit for fucking. I don't like. Decades. I don't like band music unless it's like hardcore or like like hard metal like. Yeah, but you fuck with like funk and shit. All right, true. You fuck with funk. True. Like, that's true. to All me right. what band music is. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Like a, I mean, I like old school funk, like real funk shit. Not like, like type, not, not the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, like I real, mean, I fuck with the Chili Peppers. Like, I like the old the shit first for two sure. Albums. But what uh, was that? Uh, Blood Sugar. Come on, no, no, no. <laughs> Blood Sugar Sex Magic is probably their like fifth album or something. Really? Yeah. It was a decent album. At I the mean, time. that's what I like. I like Californication. I like Blood Sugar. That's my shit. Yeah, it's, that's more pop music to me. The, the early, the yeah. early uh, Californication, the single was definitely the pop early, music, but the other songs on that album were, you know, they were just overproduced, but they still had the funk element to it. For know? sure, I mean that's you a know? hallmark of uh, Flea's bass playing. Oh yeah, that motherfucker is a fucking beast. He, he is bro. a beast. He's a fucking god. But I wouldn't, beast. I would never listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I wouldn't fuck him either. Like back then. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you know, it's like if you step into the air, it's like you know, like it's the only thing I hate worse than fucking fish fans are Red Hot Chili Pepper fans. <laughs> kind of like sure, well, the Anthony Kiedis is like so fucking corny, like so fucking corny. Yeah, like, but like if Anthony you were to Kiedis. say Red Hot Chili Peppers, oh jeez, if you were to say Red Hot Chili Peppers corny and Anthony Kiedis corny, it's completely different things. It's completely different. But you can't separate. Yeah, you can. Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He is like the there ain't this, no no like they've no, had like no, eight no. guitar players, but they have nobody else. I other guess yeah, Flea yeah, and right, Anthony yeah. Kiedis are the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I guess you're right. They've yeah. they've had they've had a few drummers. There's mostly the one drummer, but they have had like a what bunch if, of guitar what if you players. Didn't see him. What Shout out John Frusciante, their best guitar John player in, best, in their yeah. whole existence, and who makes footwork now and is dope. That's crazy. Bang bang. Damn man. Yo, you gotta make a 160 version of the new Kanye record because there's this one song. Oh, that one joint, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know God breed on this. I know God breed on this. I know God breed on this. Actually, motherfuckers that listen to this podcast might not even know about your fucking DJ shit. Probably you know? not. Other than we've made vague references to both of our music, barely. But not, made. Like, we made way more vague references about other music. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. Way more. We're like, like seasoning out the whore and stuff. You're like, when is the right mo- moment yeah, the whore thing's out? If y'all listening this, Steve, I mean, you like, got a new single out, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got a new album. We got a new TV show. You know, we out here, bro. Bing, bing, bing. I Actually, have an album coming in the, in the very near future. Let's go, bro. We rolling at the same times. Actually, Mescal Talk fans don't even know. We're producers. We're songwriters. We're artists. This That's is just a real bag. What? That's the real bag. Oh, that's... Yeah, I mean, this is just for us to get our shit off, man. This is, uh... I get no kick from champagne, but mezcal. <laughs> no, seriously, like, um... I, I Yeah, we didn't even talk about this just in general, but, like, yo, we, we fucking producers out here, man. Woo! 
way late into the way late into the podcast but um but like you know we're not gonna bring too much of that into this shit though because this is this is really it stands on its own yeah that's what i'm saying man like this is a that's the beauty of it it's an investigation of flavor (laughs) (laughs) i like to investigate flavor like if this was like music related it'd be too much pressure you know it'd be like yo we're just out here like if and when there's a time for the world to intermingle, they will. Yeah, if y'all like like electronic music, or if you like like just like fucking DJ music or club music, hit us up. Um, Urban influenced tings. And if you're like a fan of our Instagram and shit like that, just uh, follow our stories because I think we're gonna start posting more of our own shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're gonna drop more content. Well, we we got a we got a trip planned to uh, horror nights. So, uh, well, we got, you know what we should do? We could, we should, um, tag Mescal podcast for all of our, uh, stories and shit like that. So you guys could like keep in touch with all of our shenanigans and shit, you know, shenanigans for show. Just like pull up, you know, Def seven, nine, Alex Deo, you know, it's different vibes. Yes. But if you just fuck with the Mescal, no, no harm, no foul though. You know, totally. You know, like, you know, we, we initially like had this just to, uh, just chill out and explore flavors, man. Like, food is our number one passion before alcohol and anything. Probably, right? I mean, I hope so. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, you uh, know. Food's a little bit more important oh, to existence life, uh, than, you know, alcohol. I ain't going to say that alcohol is not important to existence because it no, is. No. It's, it's, it's <laughs> important to existence. Food's a little bit more important. It's not Ultimately. important. It's not important to survival. But food... He and my man's disagreeing right now. He's just like, nah. I mean, <laughs> if you were on a desert island, goddamn, <laughs> and you had the choice between dessert or alcohol, dessert, you have to have food. Dessert. You have to have, like I'm saying, you Depends gotta have food. Dessert. You gotta have food. You gotta have water. They're given. That's All not. Right. That's not. Um, a, so it's like we're going. We're past food. We're past water. Then it's like next. What's the next? About- so it's like dessert. Or, or alcohol. It talks about how much flaying are we talking, and how much. Are we talking about Bobby Flay, or what kind of flaying? No, no, fl- like, are we talking about, like, how much um, cheesecake are we talking, and how much an equivalent alcohol? amount, an equivalent amount, whatever makes them equivalent. Is it enough for me to kill myself? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how much guy. cheesecake does it take to kill oneself? No, I'm talking about. Well, you're talking about equivalent. I'm talking about the same amount of alcohol. Because, like, if we got a bottle of fucking... If we got a bottle of Servings. This, Let's go with serving. Nah, fuck that shit. Are we talking about a bottle of this racia over here? Or are we talking about two packs of cheesecake? I'll probably get the racia and just off my shit. I mean... Wait, hold I on. I don't know. Like, this is getting... Like, God, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> God damn. I just revealed it, how much more is darker... Is it cheesecake? I- <laughs> is it a bottle? Or is it pussy? Like, pick nah, something. Nah. Like- yo, yo, yo. <laughs> You're gonna have to bleep that one. <laughs> oh, shit. People are gonna be like, what was the last one? What the hell is that? <laughs> damn. God damn, God um, I wish there was a way. See, this is why we need a producer so we know which ones to. Yo, mark that time because <laughs> this shit is crazy right now. Do one of these. <laughs> we'll do one of these for when well, we. That, no, like, that means we have to drink. Yeah, yeah. All right. But you know what's so funny? Actually, when we do this sound, that should be for us to know. 
when to censor it out. <laughs> <laughs> just to bleep it out, you know? You know what? Oh, man. I think uh, innovation is most made when uh, you're the most inebriated. And honestly, no bad bottles, straight up. That was before the no race episode because this, uh, which one are we drinking right now? The last one? Yes, the Tabernas. Which one's called? It is uh, La Venenosa Tabernas, second edition. True, true, Ed- true. Edition. It says only for 12 and up. What? <laughs> only for 12 years old and older. It's like Legos, this La like, Venenosa. This is like Pfizer, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the uh, FDA, I guess. Chico Aguilar, yo, we got agave. Yeah, yeah. This is already properly capped and shit. I'm gonna show this to the camera. Yo, look at this back label. It's very fucking um, nutrition based. Or look at that booty. It looks like look it has so much facts to it, man. For real, for real. Facts on facts. Like the still stacks yeast, on stacks. Fuel oven, the oven. That shit is crazy, man. Crazy. And this is the 1814th bottle. Out of like pretty much three thousand, so it's just crazy to see. Like, and it really like makes you think about the other two, you know? Like, it's just like, oh shit! Like, they care about that shit, you know? You also have to realize, again, this is the only American one, and it's like it's really trendy for Americans to want to know all this info. Mm, The American mm. consumer base from the mezcal world, this they're you know they're trying to. They're learning and judging at the same time. Whereas, like, these are in Mexico knowing that, like, the actual Mexicans don't need or want Mm. that information the same way. They may need it. It needs relative, of course. But, like, the American. But it's almost more common, like, idea. It's like, hey, it doesn't say it on it, but we know about it already, you know? I mean, it says it's organic. It has some. There's info. And this has got info. It's just, we don't know what the hell it says because it's in Spanish. (laughs) So, this is a very interesting topic because, um,. We're talking about how Americans perceive products and stuff like that, and um, I, th- I think like I mean this screams again like mes- one of the hallmarks of mezcal and mezcal being popular in American, mm-hmm. you know, like you know mezcal being popular outside of Mexico is different than whatever happens in Mexico, mm-hmm. and part of the popularity outside of Mexico is these facts. And the artisanalness of it. Not just saying that it's artisanal, but outlining all this shit to you. And you know every step. You know, do I like... Do I like you know ovens that are that are made out of like clay, or do I like ovens that are made out of rocks and wood? This literally says rocks and wood. Yeah, that's you know, pretty which wild. Is hilarious. It's what. <laughs> yeah, that's what the oven is made but out it's of. Like you know, and there's sometimes like, and it, sometimes. It doesn't mean shit, and other times it does. There's also times where I go into a store, and I, if I, I want to buy a bottle I never had before, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I know a lot, but I don't know every bottle on the shelf when I'm going in a good store that has a bunch of shit. And if I want to buy a bottle I never had before, some of, I'm like, all right, here's my price range. I pick a couple things in my price range. I don't really know a lot about these bottles, right? Well, if I look at this and I'm like, oh, this is rocks and wood, you know, and this other one's, you know, copper and another one's in clay. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, mm. the clay stuff, like, usually really, really intrigues me. I'm going to buy the, the one that's distilled in clay simply because it said it was distilled in clay. And I need a differentiator to make my choice as a consumer yeah. when I'm seeking out things that 
to ex- I'm exploring. I'm seeking out things. I don't know shit about shit. Yeah. So there's three bottles. I don't know shit about shit. What's going to differentiate them? Something I got to pick, right? So what's going to make me pick? Whatever resonates to me. Clay resonates to me. I'm going to pick that bottle. Somebody yeah. else is going to be like, rocks and wood. That's crazy. I'm going to buy that bottle. Yeah. You know, so th- there is reasons and things that'll make people you know it gives you more to work off of and i think uh, it's just like buying bottles of wine like we're not huge no but like the reason why things but like on wine bottles some of them say nothing and mm -hmm. some of them say more and some of the stuff that says more means something to wine heads it gives you more to like those grapes from that region and then i know that that place uses this types of barrel and blah 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 but i mean i'm looking at it now it doesn't inform me of this crazy flavor it has it has this weird medicinally <laughs> flavor you know like i it's all like it informs me of the process that it was made and most mezcal is made that way but it just has this crazy flavor to it this is the it, you know the brand is called like the venom you know right the snake venom shit it, it it's just it has like this medicinal shit to it you know like it's it's different i mean i know where you're getting that but it doesn't scream medicinal to me those flavors i see where you're you're taking it that it direction ends off in but it. doesn't it scream like medicinal like to you it seems prominent it, it lingers it tells you, it it tells scream, you medicinal that's the thing though. I, it doesn't I feel scream those to flavors me. but it doesn't read it, medicinal to no, me. no no it lingers on as that like it just stays on my tongue like you know this the first one it it completely it's gone you know, after four seconds, you get it. You get what you get, and then it's gone. It takes its bags, it takes its whole luggage, and it's off your tongue. But this one just sticks around. You know, this one's like a snake. You know, it really does bleed into your fucking tongue like that. But like, there is a little. There's something there at the end, uh, almost. Oh, there's a little bit of licorice, like uh, yeah, black licorice. No, no, it really does that taste after like that. flavor. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. more black licorice than straight medicinal. But I've, no, no, black licorice—that's a fucking medicine, you know, isn't it? Licorice and shit, the plant and shit—that shit tastes like shit, though. No one would ever eat that shit, like, you know, if it wasn't medicinal. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know yeah, how black licorice made... became a candy. I don't, no, I don't like dude, black it's licorice. Not, no, no. Man, damn, that sounds racist when you say it, though. But <laughs> I, was just, I was just fucking around, guys. No, no, no we just I like fucking dark around. Chocolate. Oh, motherfucker. I think we're at an hour and ten right now. This shit pissed me no, off. No, it ain't showing. <laughs> Yo, let's take a like a thirty second break. I'm gonna take a piss and we'll wrap up. Oh my lantern. I just fucked up the computer. Oh well, it happens. It happens. <laughs> oh man, we got like ten more minutes of this movie. I think we got no more projections, but that's fine. You know, whatever. Thirteen ghosts, Racia, Mescal, motherfucking talk, Alex Gare. What you need, what you want, we got you. Pascal, talk. <laughs> All right. I like watermelon with salad gusano. It's doing me right. I do want to grill this though. Grilled watermelon, some seasoned salt. That's a jam. 
Whew. You feel better now? Yeah, 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 yeah. You relieved yourself? <sighs> okay, episode 10. Episode 10. <laughs> Holy fuck. Right, we got the projector fixed, sort of. <laughs> we're, all right, no, we are, no, no, we're in no, a no. cabo. All of a sudden, no, no, that's all good. We, just, just leave it leave like it. that. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. We're all in right, the guys. desert. <laughs> we're in the mix. <laughs> Hey guys. Alright. Um Burr one. Burr. You are live with episode ten of Mescal Talk. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. Yes, 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 yes. I think what you said about the black licorice is very astute. It tastes exactly like that. You know, it really does. Tastes like some terrible licorice licorice. <laughs> um But yo, hold up. Uh I do want to shout out Hold up. To the JXL podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah. They had their 100th episode recently. Ooh. And those are our homies. Like, they shout us out. I think we're probably going to have James A here next time he's on the West Coast. Um, I'm actually going to be on their 100. podcast. Nice. Yeah, when it, whenever I'm back next week. It's probably going to be... Actually, if you're listening to this right now, check out the JXL podcast. I'm probably on there already. Um, yeah, man. Dude, we're out here, bro. It's just nice to be able to, like... It's nice to have a medium where we could just like talk our shit, you know. Definitely. It's very good, very good. But yo, don't be surprised if we have more guests on too. Mm. Don't be surprised if we feed them watermelon. Mm-hmm. Make them press some buttons. <laughs> press that button, girl. Get it. Oh yeah. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Man, this movie is actually fucking intense. I mean, it's always kind of intense when there's like action going on and you're not totally sure what's happening and somebody's just getting like beat up. Yeah, with a cane and shit. Oh, choked man. out. You know what? I think uh, I think I'm over this. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a good Fuck movie. Fuck this shit. I don't care if it I only like... has seven minutes left. I'm turning it off. No, the settings are tight. The settings are cool. Um, it's just like I think I need to. Uh, I think I just, you know, this is a weird time in cinema, you know, 2001, 2000 to like 2004, weird time in cinema. It's like everyone thought we're in new, you know, century, millennium, whatever it was. Millennium is thousand? Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. So it was uh, Y2K. This is just after Y2K. Yeah. Everybody's every- worried about their computers stopping or blowing up the internet. Like, mm-hmm. going insane, your phone line's going insane. I got a couple Y2K t-shirts from my mom. What's that? What does that mean? Eh, it's just a t-shirt that had, like, some Y2K shit on it, you know? You know, it's like, if motherfuckers were selling that shit back in the day. Was she worried about Y2K? Actually, no, probably not. She probably just bought that shit for discount as soon as, like, she realized it wasn't even a thing. <laughs> like, this is probably, a- like, 2002. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was fucking... <laughs> Some dude January in like the supermarket year. parking lot. <laughs> yeah, come on, moms. Nah, nah, that shit's hilarious. The, I, like fake Tommy Hill figure. Oh my god, Tommy Phil figure. <laughs> yeah. Hey man. Hey dude. I like the fact. Hey that, man. You know what? Yeah. Now, now that I discovered the black licorice, now I can't, can't stop like, yeah, tasting yeah. it. Right. So we're talking about. Um, the uh, ven- what is it called? Uh, venenosa. Venenosa, yes. The Berna's edition two. Sometimes you gotta talk things through, you know. When that, that's why it's by so- Charlie Rodriguez. Charlie, you're a fucking beast. 
But yo, that's why podcasts are so dope because you're able to just talk shit out, you know? Like it was medicinal the whole time for me, but as soon as you say the black licorice, it's like wham that it really it, links up with that. Yeah, yeah, it zoned in a little bit better. It's exactly what it tastes like though, and flavors are but tough. not in a like Anazette way or in a Nice way, like with uh, you mm-hmm. know, like Sambuca or what, like, like tr- Sambuca is black licorice alcohol, mm. but that tastes different. This doesn't taste anything fucking like Sambuca. No, no. but there's Sambuca well, they, is they, really artificial. Sambuca with, is like yeah. really artificial, like a amped up artificial kind of. Vibe. Yeah, this is actually like they probably tastes- put like cocoa. They probably put like brown sugar or some shit like that into that to make it a little bit uh, better. It's been fucking no, many years like since I had Sambuca. This it's tastes like you're I hate Sambuca. Fucking, no, this tastes like you're munching right on. Fucking legitimate, yeah, yeah, like yeah, with yeah, the like plant, like for real. Chewing on that shit, you know. But I do like it. Might have taken another one of these. Go for it. Uh, might as well just do the other one. Oh yeah, the uh, Esteban. The Esteban actually, can I? Let me get a. I'm, I'm gonna do a half of each if that's cool. Because the Esteban had a weird peppermint joint, and I just want to make sure that, you know, my uh. Oh. Splash season. You want another one of these? Ah, uh, sure. Hey, man. Thanks for... It's uh, a last splash. Last splash. Shout out the breeders. Is this... Uh, that one. Okay. Dude, I appreciate all the audio listeners for this because uh, I know it could be sometimes difficult for a alcohol-tasting podcast to have to listen to audio, but... If that's the case, yeah. I hope that we smack our lips enough and bang on things enough <laughs> and open bottles enough that it, you're all getting the sensations that you need. Yeah, and it's it's an experience nonetheless, you know? Like, we don't hate you for just listening to our shit. Watch we just our hate shit. you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, no, no. We fuck with y'all. We fuck with y'all. I heavy. love you. We fuck I with love y'all heavy, man. for loving me. <laughs> Why well, you sound like you sound like fucking Rambo? Why I was going, for, I was going for Marlon Brando and oh, Godfather, but you know oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, true, true. You're son to me. You come to me, ask for a favor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So which one are we sipping first? Uh. Actually, hold up. Hold up. This one is. Aracorazon. Aracorazon. A-R-R-E. Corazon. You know, like the thing that you, like, you know, cortisone. You know, <laughs> I'm just showing you. Cor- corazon. Not cortazon. Corazon. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, my friend. That's a good race, yeah. That's a good ass. That's probably, like, the best sipper on the table you Dude. could like actually that's again it has that wine flavor i could have yes. that in a wine glass i could mm-hmm. sip that with a meal i want to eat that it's with nice. a burger i want to drink that with a burger you know what i'm saying like a cheeseburger i could, I could get down with a turkey burger mm-hmm. turkey burger with some provolone oh yeah garrett garrett doesn't eat red meat fuck the red meat he doesn't fuck with red meat no 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 doesn't like the color red i think i'm like i think i'm like Mm-hmm. 22 years strong no red meat damn Something damn like how do you feel i haven't eaten no. no red meat in easy 20 years wait easy. i don't think i've ever asked because like you know like you know like we get into some deep conversations all the time yes. but for some reason i never thought like why don't you eat red meat like is it 
It ain't that deep. No, no, I feel like it's not. You know, I mean, like I believe in animal rights. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not like not eating red meat because of animal rights per se. You Mm -hmm. know, I think that the American uh, meat industry is fucked up. You know, and that we industrialize and like you do fucked up shit in fast farming and shit. You know, like there's shit that we do that just simply isn't allowed in Europe and like other places Mm -hmm. that are like civilized cultures. You know, Mm -hmm. so. But I have no problem with people that eat meat. Uh, you don't have a problem with anyone. You have a problem with everyone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. But, uh, I mean, I just decided that... I mean, I've always had a lot of vegetarian and, and <laughs> vegan friends. So... Oh yeah, gotcha. it's always yeah, been yeah. like, especially it's been a it, thing, especially in thing. music. Yeah. You know, like in the types of music I've been involved in, there's always been. Uh, a lot of vegetarians and vegans in my in my mist. Yeah, yeah. and and so, yo, it, so I always I'm hearing the 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 virtues of it, and I, mm-hmm. and again I'm not not agreeing with it. It's just that I'm not necessarily vehement about certain aspects of it. I just decided that I didn't need it. Like fuck it. Like I, the industry's fucked up in America. Is it, is it because and it's, and it's healthier not to eat it? So I don't need that shit. Fuck it. All right. So all right, industry's fucked up. It's healthier not to eat it. Is it because like? So I don't need it. Is it because like? Is it because like you find the taste better? Do I mean, you, do you feel like you're missing out when it comes to not eating red meat, flavor wise? I mean, it's a flavor. I literally, it's a flavor I am missing out on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do I feel as though I am missing out on something? No. Okay. I see. I see. Like I. I I don't I I don't know what it tastes like. You know, what I mean? it's been a long time, twenty plus years. Like I don't know, man. I I don't know. I, I mean, it's prepared in many different ways. You know, I I enjoy I love fish, and when you say you love fish, there's a plethora of fish out yeah. there. When fish you say you way... when you say you like beef, it's beef, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's obviously Steak. wagyu, and there's different cuts, but it's. It's a cow's a motherfucking cow, yeah, right? Yeah. When you say you like fish, there's hundreds, if not thousands, of types of fish, and yep. they actually have different flavors and textures. I feel like uh, me being a large fish fan, I'm, I'm big on eating fish and not just seafood. He doesn't I- fuck with Grateful Dead, but he fucks with fish. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, and yeah. I like seafood, but like I actually like fish more. And a lot of people say they like fish, but they actually mean like shrimp. Yeah. You know, no, like, no, 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 no. You know, and I like shrimp. It's cool, but I think like some of seafood's kind of overrated, and I really like fish. Well, and there's so many different types of fish and textures and flavors and raw preparations, cooked preparations that like I'm more than happy to explore the fuck out of fish and eating all kinds of fish in all kinds of ways. And I don't miss beef. I don't miss pork. I don't care. Like, I like me a turkey burger here and there. No, nah, that's real. No, that's so real. Because if you really think about it, most red meat, it does taste the same. Unless it's a sausage. Unless it's something that's I like, like sausage. I like turkey sausage, chicken sausage, fake, like, plant-based sausage. Because it's, you know what makes sausage? Seasonings. Yeah. Herbs. Yep. Preparation. Tell them. <laughs> no, that's real. And, like, no, that's, I mean, I'm going to still eat my red meat, but, like, I just learned something today. And, it no, that's real true, man. If you eat a meatball, it tastes pretty much, almost meatballs taste the same, you know. It's. And that turkey, uh, turkey meatballs, you know, taste just as good as your beef meatball. But I think what really carries the red meat industry is the fact that it tastes better than chicken innately. 
like chicken is the number one most eaten meat in the world definitely. in the whole world definitely like chicken. it's more accessible it's more accessible you know there's what I'm there, nobody has f- like religious problems with like some people don't eat beef you know some people well, a don't cow is fucking heavy as fuck you know like a chicken you could just grow that motherfucker you could eat its fetuses you could eat its you know you could you could just tear it up you know you could just eat that shit I mean, eating eggs is weird. Like I eat eggs all day, almost eat every day. A lot of you eggs. eat a lot of eggs. I eat, but a like lot it's undeniable eggs. that eating eggs is weird. Eating the fucking eggs of a chicken. Man, f- yo, anybody judging me for eating eggs? Yo, you could suck my fucking eggs. Yo, you could suck my huevos. Yo, for real, for real. Do you have huevos? Me huevos, see, sí, way. I got two of the biggest huevos you ever seen in your entire life. Said no Asian ever. Hey, <laughs> hey man. Asians got I mean, big cojones. You actually don't have eggs. A female has eggs. No, no, no. Well, Mexican people call balls huevos. Do they? Yeah. Okay. No, okay. You suck my huevos. Yeah. Learn something sure. today. I learned see, something. See, see, way. See, see. Well, I mean, like, you know, I learned way more about Spanish. Not Spain. Spanish. Spanglish in uh the restaurant than in spanish class for show and uh yeah man i could yo when i touch down in mexico they say what's up chino hey chino they say what's up from afar yo for real for real is is chino the reference for a chinese person yeah they say chino if they want to disrespect you be like hey chinito i'd be like yo fuck out of here boy (laughs) you know you gotta you gotta say what's up you know if you could defend yourself against you know hispanic like uh restaurant workers <laughs> hey man there's there's no such thing as bullying in mexico it's just not how it works you know what i'm saying actually bullying is an american tradition <laughs> or that the idea of bullying that's just life everywhere else right yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure no nah, but like you know I mean, like, bullying is is inherently a part of life but it's when it gets out of control yeah I mean, once, um, it's only out of control if it's not funny. <laughs> to me. It's only out of control if, if a 12-year-old commits suicide. Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. <laughs> but how do you know where that line is? It's like, you can't say that because that, I said it because it's drama, you know, but the reason being is that when it's out of control before that in reality yeah yeah. you know like so you have to draw a line prior to it turning into a problem it's very tough because a lot of times it's perspective right so like if you're in america and it says no child left behind um you're not like you know every everyone has a chance to be whoever they want to be everyone is equal in other countries that's not the message so if you're getting bullied if you're getting bullied in america you're like why am i getting bullied every no child's supposed to be left behind (laughs) you know know, no i'm serious right i get you i get you so it's like oh like you know everyone's born equal but why am i getting roasted so hard in the school bus (laughs) like it's like you know like you're like that's i mean i don't believe in coddling and I don't believe no. that there's like no, if there's a, believe- if there's thirty kids in class, there ain't thirty awards. No, you know, like I don't and I so so there's like a lot of there's like it's, our it- culture is, has a lot of extremes and that the bullshit of like of of the extremes that that bullying turns into and in some places in some areas and some people allow it to turn in like almost Most fostering. Almost, there's almost it. a fostering you yeah, know there's yeah, you know yeah, especially yeah. like 
you know, like shitty parents, shitty adults. That doesn't have to be parents, but shitty adults. Coaches. Almost like foster a certain level of fucked up bullying. But then in the other respect, everybody's equal. Everybody, you know, but there's 30 awards after 30 kids in a class. So it's like we, we deal with a lot of extremes in America that I don't think. Make yeah, any we only sense. know. We only we don't know. We haven't lived in other countries, so our, it's only our perception. We perceive that some other countries don't work on these same you know margins that we well, work on. Well, the thing on. is, like, so like, but I, I will, I would like to think that it's true, and that like other places aren't as fucked up. <laughs> you know, like certainly at least some of them aren't as fucked up. Well, you know? I'm I'm in a different type of boat because like I've never been outside the continent. But my parents have always judged their entire parenting technique on a continent I've never been in. So they'd be like, okay, here where I'm from, this is how it is. Or how it is like. So to them, probably everything that goes on here is like lighter. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, you know, Diet Coke, Pepsi Light. So like they like, like you're getting away with murder like not you but like a kid you know like because it's but America. not only that they're they're escaping communism too so like because like we're talking about like Chinese shit but they're in Vietnam so like they're raised on Chinese shit but they're in Vietnam so like well, they're b- both were communists but at like that time, if you're Chinese right? in Vietnam. Were, you, were they discriminated against? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You were mm. first going to the camps. So you were not only dealing with communist shit, you were dealing with yeah. second-class citizens. Original shit. sin. It's like the ultimate original sin shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it really made me think, like, God damn, like, like, what, like, what, like, you have to choose which ethic system that you go on, and I think... It's a lot, for sure. I think it's all about, like, yo, if you feel like you're capable to, like... Not judge people, but like judge yourself. Go with that. That's what I'm gonna say. Go and, with it. And you know what's very surprising? I like, mean, everyone should judge themselves. You know, and yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. in a negative way, but judge yourself in that like. Don't let other people are you, judge are you. Are you happy with what you're doing today? Did you wake up and are yeah. you on a path that's the yeah. right path for you, and mm-hmm. not the path that social media tells you to be mm-hmm. on? Not the path that like your parents tell you to be are you making the right path for you you do have to judge yourself every day and what do you base that judgment on is it other people or is it truly yourself and you can't not take into consideration other people and it's like you know you could be pious and say don't let other people input you judge you but that's not real like no 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 we live in external is in the world yeah yeah but where you let it consume you, the external versus the internal. Like, it's your life. It's your path. It's You judge yourself on the right choices. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's a fucking so lesson for today. Dude, that's, a, that's actually a very good lesson. And coming from some, uh, you know. Mezcal we, sipping motherfuckers. Mezcal sipping motherfuckers. And we volunteer to show our most vulnerable sides the um, motherfuckers. We hit, we hit all the notes you know like well we talk about whatever pops in our minds it's, i mean there ain't yo, nothing canned about this shit that's so real i mean to be real like not I, to toot our own horn but i'm just no. quickly just wanted to say that like obviously this shit just comes out of our mouth yeah and it's real and you know i mean i'm just confident in who i am for some of the first time in my life like not saying this year you know what i'm saying you know like just in general like the fact that like 
I don't know, man. Therapy would be do a lot. Therapy will do a lot for you, but also at the same time, just knowing like who the fuck you are. You know, we think things are funny. People don't. You might not, and you might do. You might think it's funny, and I'm not gonna like not say it. If, you know, if you think it is, that sounds you know, I profound might, and dumb at the yeah. same time. <laughs> I mean, it's like there's there's a time and a place to maybe tone down yourself. Yeah, but right now but, is a perfect time, yeah, right? You yeah. know, like we create but, our space. Yeah, for this that is shit, not the time you know? to tone down yourself. This is the time uh, to be free with the thoughts and the, the feelings and just and like expels upon whatever we're here to do and we're talking this is mezcal talk this mezcal is us sipping talk. on the mezcal and what comes out of our mouths it's about yeah the bottles and what we say about the bottles and making sure there's some level of education on the spirits but mm-hmm. it's also the talk that the, the spirits bring out of us the movie brings out of us the moment brings that was a out double of entendre us. right there yeah, you know, you're talking yeah. about this you're talking about the spirits or the spirits <laughs> the spirits that possess okay. my soul 13 ghosts <laughs> i think not, there's not no <laughs> i mean i think it's dope that there's a re, there the name spirits is a thing because spirits spirits like it's so Especially for our podcast, you yeah, know, like no, we, yeah, we we rocking spirits on spirits on spirits. Mm-hmm. We have spirited conversations mm-hmm. while drinking spirits and often watching spirits. Yes, <laughs> mostly ghost stories. But man, this is a good episode. This is a good episode. I was like, you know, like I don't. Usually we don't do these last minute like things at the end. I might be drunk, but at tenth episode, who gives a fuck? Um, Who gives a fuck? <laughs> um, I, I like the idea that, like, you know, like, we're we're turning into real mescaleros. Like, real, you know, like, 10th episode in. Maybe, like, you had your own 10th Mescaleers, mescaleers. Yeah, yeah. There's no O's? Mescaleros are the, the, the guys the that guys are that making it. it. Mescaleers are yeah, experts. Yeah. It's like the musketeers, the mescaleers. Yeah, yeah, the three mescaleers. The mescaleers are experts. Mescaleros are the actual distillers. Yo, see, I mean, I think uh, we are mescaleers at this moment, but for some reason, I just feel like we're going to end up being mescaleros by the end of our lays. Woo! I'm young, man. We could get we could get that mescalero shit popping off at some About point. About that life. But uh, I do want to say, um, tenth episode in, this shit is fire. I feel very good about life. I think um, mezcal is still something that most people are interested in, slightly interested in. Man, most most uh, trending spirit out there, tequila and mezcal agave spirits in general are the, the literally the hottest out there. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so, I would say. It's man, I like scotch. I like bourbon, but mezcal expands your palate and your mind. Your mind. I mean, some of these taste like they would make you start tripping afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I say like it tastes like absinthe. What I thought it would be like absinthe. Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm waiting for it. I'm Drop waiting. a tap of Yo, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I just had an idea. What? Tell me. Mushroom infused mezcal. 
<laughs> we already had weed infused mezcal. We've discussed having more weed infused mezcal. Oh, okay. But okay, okay. mezcal okay, infused right. in mushrooms, and we just do it on the show. I think, and then like at the end of the show, it's think about the think about the progression that we yeah, went yeah, on yeah. this whole like time. Think about the progression times ten <laughs> if we were on oh, my mushrooms. Right. I mean, we might have to take a couple sips. Before the episode, that optimal to get it time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like. See, I, so like the people don't know. I know we're going into overtime. It's a long episode right now. This is definitely but, a long episode. But, but we're we're having some fun comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is real right now. This is where the magic happens for real, for real. And I did have uh, the uh, watercolor. The I, I'm terrible at saying this word, but the watercolor likes the watercolor. Wait, what? The uh, water patchy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mexican mushrooms. So I had in Vegas. I had uh, margarita, a mezcal margarita that was mushroom infused, not those kind of mushrooms, mm-hmm. but regular, Just like, like organic yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, like wild mushrooms yeah. of Mexico. And uh, I'm actually thinking that psilocybin, like or how mm-hmm. you want to how you want to say it, uh, magic mushrooms infused mezcal i think it'll be good the earthy flavor of the mushrooms i think would actually go with a lot of this, the smoky herbalness that's going on i think people that didn't drink alcohol would like to consume mushrooms that way does that make sense because it just tastes like how it would if you had whiskey i think it'd be good it. and i think it would be an interesting as fuck yeah. episode i think uh all right this is for you and me not for the viewers right here this is for you and me not the viewers i would say we we'll got, record it and we'll decide later if we actually no, 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 use we it. gotta have a plan b in case this room just starts looking weird and then we gotta walk to like somewhere else you know because she might just be like did you taste that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that might be the best. That might be episode 100. No, you know what we should do? Oh, well, 100. No, we should do that shit next week. 50. <laughs> no, no, no. I got some no, mushrooms. No, no. We got it. We should go to Mexico. We should get like an Airbnb. You know what I'm saying? We should get like a fucking... BMB we get up. arrested. <laughs> yeah. Shit, nah, they got to kick down our door for that shit. <laughs> no man, oh my. DM goodness. us. Let us know yes, when please. and where we should take mushrooms. We need suggestions. <laughs> no, no, for real. Where like, do you want to see us take mushrooms? Yes, yes. And then, um, oh god, <laughs> where would you like to see us? Honestly, we. That's a good. That's a good idea. Hmm. Maybe we should start a Patreon. That way. maybe we should uh, mail us show. mushrooms. Who has mushrooms to mail us? <laughs> no, don't don't mail us. Mu- Even if Garrett gives you our address, don't mail it to him. Like, just don't do it, dog. Like, it's not a great idea on both maybe we parts. We should just meet up somewhere, and you'll give it to me in a some type of alleyway, California Donuts parking lot. God damn, that's so specific. Yo, twenty four hours real shit yo down the street you know like that's the fucking best spot he turns it into a donut (laughs) you know what all right i'm gonna stuff him on the matcha donut and be like "Mm." i mean we have that guy he's gonna bring over some weed uh mezcal for us that might come out around the same episode yo y'all be looking forward to that we'll be plugging it we'll be tasting it we'll be feeling it this motherfucker just like 
change the whole game up for mezcal talk because this is gonna, <laughs> it's about to be mezcal trip. Room talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right, enough of this nonsense. Yes, sir. Let's call it a night. Let's call it an episode. Mm-hmm. Thank you, my friends, my Thank people. You. I enjoyed you enjoying us. You guys enjoyed are the my best. time with these three bottles. My good friend in that movie. Peace. Thank you. Adios. <laughs>